Well, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for Jerry Jones' decision, and now it is here. Mike McCarthy is coming back as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys for 2024, and now there's a lot of questions we need to get to. One of them is, are they right to do it? One of them is a move that is next and that it is obvious. And are the fans going to buy into this project again? Let's get to it. Let's react to the big news. Let's get to it. Here we go. What is up, everyone? And welcome into ADZ Sports Dallas Primetime. I am your host, Mauricio Rodriguez, streaming with you live every Sunday through Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central here on Dallas On Demand Sports Talk Network. With a lot more content coming your way, make sure that you check out adzsports.com slash Dallas. We've got a couple of Mike McCarty articles up there already. And of course, as always, uh, if you enjoy the show, do me a favor and hit the like button for me as I that helps me uh, put this show in front of more and more Cowboys fans. So welcome everyone on a Wednesday night. And it is a huge night to talk some Cowboys football because just minutes ago, uh, ESPN Adam Schefter reported that McCarthy is indeed coming back to coach the Cowboys for the 2024 NFL season, which is not exactly the biggest surprise considering uh, the Dallas Morning News report that came out yesterday where David Moore from DMN was basically saying that McCarthy and Jerry were going to meet on Thursday or Friday, and it wasn't very clear exactly when. I would assume that they ended up meeting before. Uh, but in that article, David Moore, who is, you know, pretty close with the Cowboys, was arguing for Mike and Dak Prescott to stick around for another year at least. And that felt too many in Cowboys Nation, too many on Cowboys Twitter and Cowboys Media. That felt a little bit like, you know, th this is the groundwork, right, for the imminent decision regarding Mike McCarthy. And well, on Wednesday night, uh, you know, an Adam Schefter tweet, most of the time is as official as it gets at first. So we knew for sure. And if that wasn't enough, minutes later, a Jerry Jones statement dropped defending uh, the decision to keep Mike McCarthy around. So let me ask the obvious here and ask you directly in the chat, do you like or dislike the idea of bringing back Mike McCarthy? Or not idea anymore, the decision to bring back Mike McCarthy uh, let me know in the chat, like or dislike, thumbs up or thumbs down. Let me know. Let me know what you're thinking right now, Cowboys Nation, because that one was a real tough decision that the Cowboys were facing. And let's not get too cute. We can dive into all of the nitty-gritty later, but the, the, the reason why it was a tough call is the most obvious one. This team was insanely successful in the regular season under Mike McCarthy. Three years, the, the last three years, uh, 12 win seasons, each of them. Second most wins in the NFL since 2021, only behind the Kansas City Chiefs. And the thing is, none of that mattered in the playoffs because the Cowboys did not have anything to show for it other than a wildcard win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, last year and the Bucs being a losing record division champion. So 
a lot of success in the regular season, no success in the postseason, and that's where the pickle was for the Cowboys. How do you balance that? How do you balance not knowing what you can get in another coach and knowing that it's going to be tough to get that kind of production in the regular season? But how do you balance that with the fact that, hey, this guy is just not doing it for us in the postseason? And especially with the tipping point being, uh, did I, oh, sorry. With the tipping point being Sunday versus the Green Bay Packers, when you had Mike show up with his team unprepared against a 9-8 and eight Packers team that became the first seventh seed in NFL history to win a playoff game. So let's see how you guys feel. Let's see how, uh, how uh, you guys feel here in the chat. We've got people unsubscribing for the channel just because of what the Cowboys' decision was. Uh, House Nelson here says, I'm unsubbing because of Psych McCarty. Uh, thank you for your time, Mo. Shout out to House Nelson. I'm not sure if he's joking or not, but this comment is a good example of how tired the Cowboys fan base is right now. And I have some thoughts on that uh, coming up here very quickly. But first, let's get to your takes. Let's get to your comments here very quickly. Do you like or dislike it? And Katharina says dislike. Gregory says dislike. Victor, dislike. Anton with a with with the horn. So maybe that, that was just hanging high right there. SLH with a thumbs down. Travis with the multiple thumbs downs. Huge thumbs up for Trey. So we've got somebody that likes the move. Emil with a thumbs down. Dislike for Jimmy. So I think we have like a 90 to 10 split here going on in the chat. Shorty says mixed emotions, but I wanted Bill Belichick. My gotta go, says Holly. Well, not in 2024, apparently. Not gonna happen. Let's see here. Uh, Betsy, team owners and Will McClay need to get the missing pieces. Mostly thumbs down from the chat right now re regarding the Mike McCarthy decision that the Cowboys just made. Here's the thing. Here's, here's, I'm, I'm going to leave the details until a little bit later here on the show, but here's my overwhelming thought about this decision for the Cowboys. You know what? It might be the right one. It might just be. We'll see. Not betting a lot of money that 2024 will be different for Dallas. I'm just not going to do it. But it, this is sports. They might end up being right. Mike McCarthy might change his ways, and he might not coach uh, scared next time the Cowboys are in the playoffs. All of that might happen, I guess. But it's going to be very tough to get fans excited in the regular season. Sure, they're going to have primetime games. Sure, we're going to tune in. We're going to watch these games. The Cowboys will be still the center of the national media talking head shows and all that. Uh, Dak Prescott will be discussed in a weekly basis. And even if Dak Prescott puts together an MVP caliber season yet again in 2023, in 2024, excuse me, none of that will likely get fans excited for five months, right? They won't be excited in September. They won't be excited in October, November, December. It's going to be until mid-January when Cowboys fans might get a little bit hyped for the playoffs but bracing themselves for yet another letdown. And it is tough to see it that way, but I'm not sure how you can see it another way. 
Let's say that the Cowboys do get to 12 wins for the fourth consecutive year. Heck, we might see it as he bites sign. If it gets to that, we might. That's the level of oddity that we have reached with Dallas. Regular season wins, even if it's a heck of a lot of them, I don't see this fan base getting excited about the postseason until they start winning in January. Now, one of the things that jumped out of the page out of Jerry Jones's uh, 260-word statement that he put out defending and justifying this decision is that I just think part of that logic is flawed. And here's the exact part of it that I think is flawed. And this is Jerry Jones per the statement from the team. Mike has the highest regular season winning percentage of any head coach in Cowboys history, and we will dedicate ourselves in partnership with him to translating that into reaching our postseason goals. They probably weren't partnering with him, right, to translate into the postseason goals before, I guess. Uh, but anyways, the statement continues. Certainly, Mike's career has demonstrated postseason success at a high level, and we have great confidence that can continue. That's that's the statement, guys. That's the statement from Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. Two problems with it, very quick. First and foremost, the, the big argument, right? Highest regular season winning percentage of any of any head coach in Cowboys history. That's a cute, that's a cute argument. I'll give him that. It's a cute argument. You know, it's gonna be his fifth year running the show. Not even like you could compare it to long tenured longer tenured coaches that have uh, run this team in the past. But here's the problem. The biggest argument <clears throat> for Mike is indeed like the fact that his teams have won a lot in Dallas. But if that's your biggest argument, you might want to look at each of the last three years and look at the schedule that the Cowboys have faced each of those three years. Because I'm just going to say, based on efficiency, based on DVOA, which to me is more valuable than, you know, or more objective, more accurate than a regular strength of schedule metric like wins and losses. I can understand why many people would lean towards those, but all I'm saying, you know, wins and losses, they're volatile in the NFL. I would much rather look at DVOA, which measures the value of every single play, adjusts for opponent. DVOA reveals that the Cowboys have faced a top five schedule in terms of how easy it's been in each of the last three years. And if that's your biggest argument, that's quite the flaw right there. If you're pulling up all sorts of arguments, right, and pointing them out, I'm fine with that. But if the biggest argument is the regular season winning percentage, you might want to consider the fact that, hey, in fact, a lot of it likely is due to having a top five easy schedule in each of those last three years. Because I'm not even talking about like one of those three years. I'm talking about each and every one of them. Not only that, but we can continue right now. The other part of Jerry's argument is Mike's playoff success before, before the Cowboys era of his career. And you got to say like, hey, that happened a long time ago. The last time that the Packers won 
with Mike McCarthy, or, or let's say Mike McCarthy. The last time that McCarthy won two playoff games in a single postseason, that was in 2016. The last year that he won the Super Bowl, or the year that he won the Super Bowl, 2010. And that's not even mentioning the fact that he did have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback for all those years. And he didn't have a lot to show for it when you're talking about one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Hell, I would argue he doesn't have the NFC Championship game appearances that he should have. And the sherry on top, of course, is the fact that we all know no Super Bowl winning head coach has ever won a second ring with another team. It hasn't happened in the history of the NFL. Now, I can understand how you can look at these arguments that I'm making here on the show and be like, well, you know, that doesn't mean that it cannot happen. I understand that. But I just look at those two big arguments for Mike McCarthy as to why you would bring him back. And they just don't feel great right now for Dallas. They just don't feel great. And in a more deeper way, in a more detailed way, the reason why I'm not a fan of bringing Mike McCarthy back is that you will have a very hard time convincing me. Even if the Cowboys run motion through 18 weeks of the season, even if the Cowboys remain aggressive through 18 weeks of the season, even if the Cowboys find creative ways to feature C.D. Lamp as a number one wideout in the NFL with zone beaters and man beaters, and they just can't keep feeding him and feeding him and feeding him during the regular season like the Cowboys did after the bye week, even if they can sustain that for 18 weeks. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that, hey, we if we get to January, in fact, I'm sure I won't be, but if we get to January, I'm not sure I'm going to bet on Mike to stick with that instead of, reverting back to his conservative self with static offense, motionless offense, and just not making life easy on, on the Dallas Cowboys quarterback specifically. Because that's my biggest uh, uh, you know, disappointment with McCarthy this season. The fact that you saw what worked for multiple weeks after the bye week you saw what it did to your offense. You saw Dak Prescott pave his way to a second-team All-Pro when you started doing all of those little things. Running motion, running uh, first and second down passes at a very high rate, being aggressive. All of that worked for you. And then in the playoffs, you were like, nah, let me do my thing. The same thing that didn't work out against San Francisco in Week 5. The same thing that prompted me to change up how the entire offense worked, we're going to do all that again. We're just going to run it back because it's a playoff game and football is different in January. Yeah, in a way it is, but your best shot is doing what worked for you in the regular season with some change-ups. I understand that. You got to you know, have some new stuff for your opponents, but it just wasn't, man. It, 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 you, you're going to have a hard time convincing me that next time, McCarthy's going to stay aggressive. The next time McCarthy's going to keep this in mind and he's not going to do the whole uh, switching thing to wanting to run the football that much and early down to when it's not working, wanting to put your quarterback in third and long situations. And now I'm not, not exonerating Dak Prescott of his very discerned blame here, but I'm just saying when you look at that game, 
coaching is the thing that jumps out of the tape right away from that ball game, right away. Speaking of Dak Prescott, and I'll get into some of the comments here in a little bit, but speaking of Dak Prescott, I do think the decision to keep Mike McCarthy sets the table for a very obvious next move. And some fans might want the Cowboys to make this a last rodeo type season because McCarthy is going to coach under a contract year in 2024. He's going to do it. Unless they extend him. They, they could extend him. I'm not sure. I'm not dismissing any possibility right now. Uh, likeliest outcome, though, is that McCarthy coaches on a contract year. And if they wanted to, the Cowboys could have Dak Prescott play on a contract year as well. And many people have thought, hey, this could happen. And the Cowboys could just be like, you know, if, if you guys don't do it in 2024, then we're just going to hit that big red reset button. And we're going to tear it all down and start over in 2025. That is highly unlikely, in my opinion. Specifically, Dak Prescott. I think that bringing back Mike McCarthy basically makes it a guarantee that the Cowboys are extending Dak Prescott this offseason. Now, I already thought it was pretty much a guarantee, but I do think this makes it a sure thing. Now, that's going to be controversial, especially after another lackluster playoff performance. But if you're going into 2024 and you have Dak Prescott playing on a $60 million cap hit, you're going to have a hard time putting together the team that you need to put together for the 2024 season. Now, if you're going to extend Dak Prescott, I'm sorry, guys, to tell you this, but you better come with a good freaking offer. And you might say, but Mo, what about the playoff games where he struggled? I hear you. He deserves that criticism. He deserves all of that coming his way. But Dak has all the leverage in the world right now. He is fresh of a second-team All-Pro season. He is likely going to be second in the MVP ballots when they come out later in January, or, or I don't remember if that ends up happening in February now. I think it does because it's right before the Super Bowl, isn't it? But, you know, he's going to be runner-up to Lamar, to Lamar Jackson, most more likely than not. And he does have that $60 million cap hit that the Cowboys are motivated to change and the only way to change that is through a contract extension. And on top of that, he does have a no trade clause and he does have a no franchise tag clause. In other words, if he does not want to be moved to another team, he, and he's not going to be moved to another team after the Cowboys brought back Mike McCarthy, because if he was going to be moved to another team, then they, they wouldn't have bothered right, in bringing Mike back. So this is me saying, if the Cowboys are going to keep Dak, you got you to gotta, you gotta fix the salary cap situation, especially because your argument is that we are very close. That's how Jerry Jones uh, started his, that's how Jerry Jones started his statement from today, justifying the decision to bring back Mike. It was, I believe this team is very close and capable of achieving our ultimate goals. And the best step forward for us will be with Mike McCarthy as our head coach. And he talks about continuity and all that. 
Dak is coming back for another year, and if he's coming back, he's going to be extended. And as I said, man, he has all the leverage in the world to make it not a one-year deal type extension. So I think that's next up. I think that's on the table. And I'm not sure it's ideal to set it up this way where, you know, you basically tie yourself to Dak Prescott for multiple other years while having Mike only on a one-year deal. That is going to be tough. That is not going to be easy to deal with moving forward because I'm just not a fan of a coach coaching on his contract year. I think that doesn't really set you up for success. I'm not saying that they should have extended Mike. I'm just pointing out like the challenge behind the current situation that the Cowboys are in. Let's see what you guys have to say, though, in the chat, and, and we'll keep it moving here. TC915 says they've got 60 million reasons why they cannot move on from Dak. I get it, but Mike doesn't count for sh against the cap. Jerry is just a moron. John says if Jerry Jones owned a funeral parlor, no one would die. Oh, my God, John. Chill. Uh, TC915 says don't forget the horrible game management mo, and, you know, if we're talking about Mike's faults, definitely game management is up there. TC says, so Jerry fires Jimmy after two Super Bowl wins, but it keeps Jason Garrett, a.k.a. Mr. 8-8, eight and eight, and Mike McCarthy after three straight playoff losses, two in the wildcard round. That's our owner for you. Mark Aarons is actually, if they rework Dak's contract, that can void the no trade clause. You know, yes, but we get to the same point. Think about it. Mark, you be Jerry Jones, and I'll be Dak Prescott. And you come here and you tell me, hey, man, we're going to rework your contract and we're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to remove the, the no trade clause. Tell me one reason why I wouldn't laugh at your face. And when I say, you know, when, when you imagine these scenarios, it's not going to be Dak on the table. It's going to be his agents negotiating for him. He's just going to be like, hey, Check in with me and let's see what's going on, right? Why would Dak do any of that? Why would Dak void a no-trade clause? Why would they? What, I mean, the only reason why Dak would void the no-trade clause is if he wanted to leave to another team specifically. But then why are you bringing Mike back? Why are you trying to set things up for, hey, we're very close, and I think we can do it in 2024. Man, if you can do it in 2024, it's because you've got Dak on the team. Not saying that the playoff concerns are not legit. They absolutely are legit because he was jittery, as we talked about last night. He was jittery. It wasn't a good game for him at all. He was bad. He missed throws. He did all that. And it's only fair to point it out, but... You're not going to have a QB in 2024 that's going to have you have a better shot at winning the championship in 2024. So it's just not going to, you know, take place. That scenario. Likely scenario is still for Dak to be extended. And that's beyond what you and I think of Dak Prescott. That's just, it has very little to do with it, whether you believe it or not, right? Because at the end of the day, man, if you do move on from Dak, like, like, like let's, let's play hypotheticals here for a moment. And let's say that Jerry does grow extremely tired, that, that he gets or he lets that exhaustion of waiting for another Super Bowl run 
to impact his decision making in a big way. And he goes crazy and he is like, all right, Mike and Dak coach and play for 2024. And then after that, we forget about them. And 2025, we start over from scratch. Maybe we do keep Micah Parsons and maybe we do keep this guy and that guy. But QB and head coach, it's going to be a whole different era. Let's assume for a moment, hypothetically, that happens. You're going to be farther removed from another Super Bowl run if you go down that route. You're going to be exploring the QB limbo territory that's going to give you losing seasons. You're not going to start over in 2025 and magically find your way to a Super Bowl run immediately. One day, eventually, you might get it, right? If you stumble upon a good quarterback in the NFL draft, a surprisingly good quarterback, and if you find the right coach to run this franchise and all that, but it's not going to be in 2025. I think I think that's uh, pretty much the the reasoning that we should have about this. And Mark Aaron says, I want to see what Trey Lance has. The thing is, the thing is, you, the thing about rooting for Trey Lance, as a fan specifically, or as somebody that is not there on the building, right? Like, I'm not there in the building. The, the problem with, with being like, hey, let's, let's, let's roll with Trey Lance. Let's see what happens. I would much rather take a shot than do nothing. The problem is we're not seeing him in practice every day. And the last time that we did see Trey Lance, he couldn't read defenses. He, I'm not talking about he struggled with rotating safeties in the playoffs because when they rotated post-snap, he kind of lost track of what was going on. We're not talking about that. We're talking about vanilla preseason, preseason coverages where he just does not see defenders. And you can go watch the tape if you don't believe me. Or if you do not feel like spending that much time in it, just Google QB school Trey Lance and go watch his last preseason game. You're not going to be as excited about Trey Lance as you are right now. Because right now, if you're rooting for Trey Lance to be the QB of this team, here is what you're doing. You're saying, I do not know at all who Trey Lance is today. I do know that he was garbage in the preseason of last year. So I'm consciously and knowingly being extremely optimist and thinking that some way, somehow, Trey Lance went from cannot read a defense in, in August to a better quarterback than Dak Prescott in September. And that's not, hey, that's not going to work out for you. That's not going to work out for you. You don't got to pay $6 million to see what a third stringer has, uh, says Anton. Come on, that's not reality in the NFL. And then Mark Aaron argues, hey, he ain't making 60. That's a cap hit. Shake my head, says uh, Mark. I think he was correcting somebody else in the, in the comments. Oh, yeah, I actually like the comment that I had just read. Sorry about that brain fart on my end. So yeah, man. Just opening thoughts. Gonna be hard to gonna be hard to, to get excited again for the Cowboys during the regular season, specifically next year. The Cowboys are running it back. I do think Dak's extension is almost a guarantee now. I also believe that 
Dak is going to stick around for a good while. Like they're not just going to extend him for cap relief purposes. They're going to have to double down on that bet. And I understand if people are frustrated with it, because I understand that, hey, he struggled in the in the last few years in the playoffs in a big, big way. And that's undeniable. I do think there's another question, though, that we need to get to, and maybe we'll do tomorrow in more depth. But I'm not sure what you do a defensive coordinator at this point. And I'm and I mean, even if Dan Quinn does not leave for a head coaching job, I'm not sure we've talked enough about Dan Quinn. Because he might not get that coaching job. Like I still would assume that he's a favorite for the Seattle Seahawks job just based on what we know. But right now, I'm not sure that he does land it. And if he doesn't land it, are we 100% certain that the Cowboys run it back with Dan Quinn as well? Maybe not, but if you look at the theme of the offseason, that would be the safest bet. And so you could go to 2024 with exactly the same coaching staff, with the same quarterback, and then what's going to change? If Jerry Jones is as tired as he is, something's got to change. But if it's not the head coach, if it's not the QB, if it's not the defensive coordinator because of your own choice, then it's got to be the way that you approach the offseason, isn't it? Then it's got to be a different kind of team building approach. Then it's got to be traits like the ones that you had for Gilmore and Brandon Cooks, but taken to another level then it's got to be an ag- a more aggressive approach to free agency and maybe also a more aggressive approach to the NFL draft. Because, you know, shout out to Will McClay and company. They've done a great job in the NFL draft. Not, not, not last year. Maybe for the future, sure. And maybe the masses mid think wasn't all in the front office because you got to look at what the coaching staff did with, you know, asking him to drop weight. Your first round draft pick that was supposed to help you out with the run, you asked him to drop weight. And sure enough, it didn't help you on run defense at all. So this is basically what I'm saying, man. Something's got to change. And the Cowboys are basically telling us that it's not going to be the head coach, not going to be the QB, not going to be the defensive coordinator. Likely, that's just my speculation. Unless he does leave for a head coaching job. I understand Cowboys fans being frustrated. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. People are talking about some signings in the comments. I mean, yeah, I guess those were future deals. I don't think those are the moves you're looking for, though, in this conversation. So you know what? Some people are going to try to tell you to not be upset and everything. But, man, Cowboys Nation has all the right in the world to be upset. We'll see what happens Uh, tomorrow night. We're going to talk more about the aftermath of this decision. Mike McCarthy is going to have a press conference tomorrow, actually 10 a.m. So, you know, make a note of it if you want to tune in. They're going to stream it, I I would guess, as usual on the Dallas Cowboys YouTube page. So go ahead and jot that down. And tomorrow, I guarantee you, we'll talk about it more. Thank you so much. Hit the like button for me. And I will see you tomorrow night. Thank you and bye-bye.